Welcome to Blah Blah Podcast. Put a put a put a put a bow on it. Missile anus. Missile. Miscellaneous. Burger. Burger. King. We are the boys. Hey, mister. You want a turkey club? Did the intro play? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 105 of Blah Blah Podcast. I am Jason Green, and I am eating a delicious sriracha turkey and cheese with mayo on rye bread sandwich and with sriracha me always, and mayo yes you weirdo well i know dude i used to like make weird combinations that's with just my... called creamy sriracha actually yeah you know it tastes pretty creamy <laughs> i'll show you some creamy combina- sriracha mm, spicy the worst combination for sa- a sandwich i ever made was um i don't know why it tasted so bad didn't sound like it was good in my head but it was bologna and cheese and then i put lettuce and just the combination of bologna and lettuce was just awful. PSA, everybody, bologna and lettuce do not mix. I am Jason Green, and with me, as always, is Sean Smith. Hello there. Are you eating anything good? Oh, only your ass. Uh, <laughs> Wilford Brimley. <laughs> mm, diabetes. I'll suck the insulin right out of you. <laughs> <laughs> And with us also is the Big D, Mike Dowling. Hello there. Mike. Yes. You hungry for uh, some uh, some cock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mike, know, how mate. much would it take for Wilford Brimley? To... <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, they're paying me. I thought I had to pay. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. How much money would you want to be given to have Wilford Brimley suck the insulin no. right out of you? It'd He's only going to half jerk you off. <laughs> 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 You'll do anything he wants. Hundred oh, million, yes. a million. Oh, yeah, why not? Just for the yeah, story. Sure, let's, yeah. just, let's, let's just say yes. Well, that's great, Mike. We all, we, you're a sellout to to Wolford Brimley and the Diabetes Organization. There's an organization. No, there is now. And with us also is Mr. Dan Katz. Yo, what's up? Not much. Same shit, different day. SSDD. DD for Dan. And rounding out this crew is the quiet Mr. Jobo. Oh my god, what, Jason? <laughs> What's up? What? what do you want? Hey, Joe, I got a question for you. <laughs> y- yes. Well, I'll save it for another day. <laughs> I don't okay. know you had that out at the moment. <laughs> oh, I have a lot of things out. I wasn't referring to you. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, I lost my train of thought. I kept thinking about Wilford Brimley. Uh, Sean. Yes. We have a lot to talk about this week, so go down that rundown. All right, let's start with uh, this week's look at the Dung Clock. Uh, we are currently sitting at... Uh, what's that? Uh, I'm sorry, what is, what is it? The Dung uh, Clock. You need to yell that a little louder. Uh, dung Sean. Clock. I'm hard of hearing. Okay, dung, dung Clock, yes. Uh, it is sitting at 122 days so far, so we're coming up to about four months, if my math is correct, four months away. Um, so yeah, that should be interesting. I can't wait. Yeah, and uh, actually, they started the, the the new ad campaign for for Dunkirk. Is uh, it just one of our friends yelling Dunkirk really loud? No, it's they. It seems like they're doing like these uh, 
still images from the movie, but they're animated in the background, um, which is a little awkward. But like, you know. what do you mean, like Roger Rabbit's running around? No, <laughs> like they take the, the like for example, it'll be like a, the beach, and you'll have a bunch of dead bodies, and then like for example, in the in the background, there'll be like fireworks. Is Wolford Brimley rolling by? In a scooter, yeah, he's in there. <laughs> the little rascal scooter. Yeah. Um. All right. Anyway, so uh, let's let's move on. Which uh, we're gonna actually start this week with our DC. Jesus Christ, Sean! Hurry up! I I ate my sandwich already. <laughs> Sean dead? No, I'm still I'm here. <laughs> oh, <okay>. The <laughs> uh, DC minute killed him. <laughs> okay, here we go. And he's coming! Oh, it's just stop. What the hell? Right now? Shit. I'm too early. All right, let's, let's try that again. Don, you got to put the I'm too early in next time. And he's coming! I don't want no beef. You want no beef? Kill Martha! Ding, 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 ding. Bitch, my crotch. I will find him, Potonga. What does that mean? This is Katana. She's got my back. <laughs> Never gets old. By the way, the uh, beginning where he's just like, he's coming. Is that from uh, Batman Superman? Yeah, it's from the end when he's in the, j- the jail cell and, uh, you know, he's Batman leaves and he's just standing. And he's coming. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, I remember now. Uh, Jason, a uh, uh, good idea yo. for a uh, Halloween costume. Uh, get a katana action figure and put her on your back. John, you're the most <laughs> smartest and dumbest person at the same time. <laughs> uh, well, fuck you, too. <laughs> I love you. Um, all right, so let's go into this, and we begin now. Uh, Warner Brothers and DC regular David Goyer is rumored to be directing either Suicide Squad 2 or Green Lantern's Corps. What the fuck? Green Lantern Corps, really? Yeah. When yeah. can we direct David Goyer's funeral? Because <laughs> that's what he's doing with these properties. <laughs> yeah. Um, production of The Batman has been delayed until 2018, and they're apparently completely rewriting the whole movie. Jesus, it's yes. not even going to start Batman anymore. Yep. Um, and uh, Aquaman's release date has been moved to December 21st of 2018. Which is funny because that might be the release date for the Han Solo movie if they choose to move it to December. Well, color me. Yeah, I don't care at all about Aquaman. We still got ten seconds left. Um, I heard Ben Affleck checked himself into rehab, probably because of Batman Superman. I think that's a definite. That's what happened. (laughs) Oh shit! And And then the failure of Live by Night right after. Yeah, it was just a perfect storm of shit that went his way um all right so that was our dc news minute for this week uh let's cool. move let's move on to uh some of our other news for this week i know jobo you're excited about this about what uh sony has announced the dunkirk no that is warner brothers doing uh, that oh, okay. um oh shit do you think they're gonna like have the beginning be all like 1970 songs <laughs> i don't know jason what other movie does that the Bucket List, starring Jack Nicholson. <laughs> uh, Sony has announced that they are making a Venom solo film. 
that will be it's released. Like two weeks old, dude. No, not like, really. It's not two weeks old. It's like a week no. old. All right. Yeah, I, I mean, this didn't this didn't come out last time we podcast. I don't think so. No. This is the first. I, I don't think, but I will like you this don't movie. Don't think. It, no, I barely. It's not connected to the MCU. Yeah, I was gonna say, I don't think it is. Also, I will see this in a heartbeat if Topher Grace comes back. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's just like bitch raping time. <laughs> First of uh, all, wrong movie. And secondly, uh, no. Um, apparently, they for, they want to try to get the uh, Venom solo movie out uh, for October of next year, which is which is funny because... We're not even sure if they have a script yet or if uh, they're currently working on one. Um, and you figure by the time they actually physically go into production, you're looking at a, a really short amount of time, especially to get because, I mean, Venom's a CGI character, uh, you know, It'll just be like Avatar. What about Avatar? And presumably no, the villain of the movie is probably another CGI character. Now, who Joe or Dan, who? Do you think, because I don't barely know anything about Venom, except that he's Spider-Man's villain, but the, I guess the Venom has enemies he fights too. You think it would be Carnage or something to that effect? Mm, I don't know. It might be some other symbiote. I don't know if they'd do Carnage, but I have a feeling it'll be some other symbiote or something that they, out of the tons that they have, Toxin or maybe um, Shriek, I think her name is. It's like Shrek. a female Venom. Shrek? <laughs> yeah, Shrek. <laughs> It all depends because a lot of those are also spawn of Carnage after Carnage is spawned right. from Venom, so it depends on but how they're going for that. If this is but it could also just... just be him being a superhero, like the Lethal Protector storyline, too. So, If this is going to be straight up Sony, then I have um, <laughs> the app. Anyway, if this is Sony, I have the absolute faith that they'll do things wrong. <sighs> So they'll they'll change stuff and mess it up, and then oh yeah, Avi Arad, Avi Arad can build his own cinematic universe, so he can sell Venom toys. <laughs> the um, Avi Arad universe. <laughs> he might as well just get. He's really into the idea of Venom action figures selling, so he might as well just get Seth Green and the guys from Robot Chicken to do a stop motion Venom movie with action oh, figures. Oh, I watched the shit out of that dude. That'd be <laughs> awesome. It'd be legitimately good and funny, probably. Well, just bad funny. I, I feel like, I mean, I know that they say, <laughs> Sean, stop trying. Sean, I told you. Bulimia is not the way to go. Stop putting your finger down your throat. Oh, stop sending disgusting images, Jason. Jeez, oh, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just Wolf. Apparently, they're image. not disgusting to him. He's the one that just ate. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Mike that's sending these disgusting images. <laughs> I didn't even realize. Like, you're a sadist. Oh, well, okay. Anyway, uh, what, like I, I you're gonna... a scholar and a gentleman. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, apparently, uh, and we actually, we talked about this uh, months ago that Sony still wanted to do their own uh, Spider-Man universe that's not connected to the MCU at all. And uh, apparently they're still talking about after this Venom movie doing a Sinister Six movie. Jeez, oh, they're gonna fight nobody. They're just gonna like go around. No, no, no. Actually, I take I take that back. They're gonna do the Aunt May solo film. No. Establish no. Aunt May as some kind of hero. Then have Aunt May fight the Sinister Six. I guarantee that's. No, dude, it's gonna be. Them, it's gonna be Suicide I, yeah, Squad. That's what's gonna be Suicide Squad. I feel like them doing these solo movies, if they're going to do them separate from the MCU, is the perfect opportunity to actually do like Miles Morales if. People, you know, because I mean, a lot of people were so upset that it's Peter Parker again. And I feel like 
let Marvel do. sure the animated one that is supposed to be being made is supposed to be about Miles Morales. I think that might have been confirmed. Yeah, I think I think that's that's correct. That that okay, seems so to come out of left field. Usually, usually, like the animated superhero movies are always like direct to Blu-ray or like you know on VOD or something like that. Like those Justice League ones that have been coming out. But this uh, animated Spider-Man movie is supposedly going to be in the theaters next year. Yeah, I'm I really heard. Surprised to read that. I heard that it's coming out the same day as Aquaman, actually. Oh, so I'm going to see that instead. <laughs> um, in case you're wondering, uh, it's not official yet, but Sony is apparently looking for uh, the writing and the directing to be done by Alex Kurtzman, who, in case you don't know who he is. Uh, you know, he... these people, I mean, they've had failures in the past, but they keep getting fucking hired. Yeah, like David, da- he's basically the David Goyer of the Sony yeah. <laughs> uh, Marvel Universe. Um, he is responsible for uh, co-writing the first two Star Trek movies of J.J. Abrams. Uh, the first one was good. second one wasn't good. Yeah. Uh, Transformers he's responsible for. Um, he also wrote The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Um, and he's writing and directing uh, the, the upcoming Mummy movie with Tom Cruise. Um, oh, yeah! and also, okay. And also he's in charge of the Universal Monster Universe. This man has been given too much power. Anyway... Okay, enough about this Sony shit. Move on. Well, actually, Jason, there's one more part to this whole thing. Oh. And uh, <laughs> that is, I don't know if you've seen the previews. I'm sure you have because every single time, at least I've been to the movies, they show the same fucking trailer every time. Um, but the movie that's coming out this week. Not weekend, Alien? The Not Alien movie uh, called Life. Called Life. Um, apparently. That's a great serial, by the way. Is that a board Not game? really. Um, Cinnamon Life. Apparently, the uh, the director was asked. You know, they asked him. They said because if you look at the trailer for the movie, even though it's it's pretty, it's probably not the case. Uh, a lot of people are saying, well, this is, could be the Venom origin story because the movie is being released by Sony, and it maybe they're keeping this a secret. And to which I, I, you know, I thought about it. I was like, Sony isn't smart enough to do that. Not only are they not smart enough to do that, but also uh, there is no way that they're casting Ryan Reynolds for a separate Marvel movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then having him show up in. Yeah. And then showing up in the Venom, you know, uh, spinoff. Unless unless what they do is they pull a 10 Cloverfield lane because that was originally just a solo movie called Valencia, which then they retroactively tag Cloverfield on it. So if like at the very last, like a week before this movie comes out, they, they shoot like an ending scene with like a little black hand coming out of the test tube. It's but like, oh, the, it's actually Venom. But that's the thing is that we've seen at least a small portion of the alien in the movie and he's not black. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Sean, you know I don't see color, really okay? funny. Did you guys see that there's actually a shot from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man 3 clearly used in the trailer for life? Oh, no. Really? What, really? what is it? Yeah, go for grace. It's just a, it's no, it's just a shot of like the same crowd that's looking up at the sky, and it, like it was actually framed next to each other, and they just recycled some footage. Oh <laughs> shit! Spider-Man three. It's uh, oh god, it's gonna connect to the movie. <laughs> you guys remember that the best scene in Amazing? Sp- I mean, the very first Spider-Man three was um. Sorry, I'm the only Spider-Man three. Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry. And Sam Raimi Spider Man Three, the best scene was that newscaster <laughs> with the wonky eye. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> There's a fight going on downtown right now, and then you look at his face, and I just I couldn't take that seriously. Yeah, 
How could he even see? It's uh, he's looking at two different directions. <laughs> he was looking to, at a different city. Yeah. <laughs> he sees everything from a different angle. <laughs> Sorry, not funny at all. <laughs> Just Sorry. Um, also, uh, in case you're wondering, uh, there is there's not really any talk of uh, Spider-Man actually appearing in this Venom movie. Uh, apparently, his contract uh, is only for what four or five movies. Oh, that's that's way too much. Which is who? Wait for Spider-Man. Oh, I thought you said Venom. I'm sorry. Oh no no no! We, we, they don't even talk have... about Tom Holland. Yeah. like Tom Holland's contract. Gotcha. My bad. Uh, we don't even have Venom cast. Uh, anyway, I, it seems like he's in all the Marvel movies now. So by the time they get to this Venom movie, his Marvel deal might be up. <laughs> so I don't I don't know if he's actually showing up in any of these movies. But I, there's there... um there's rumors that uh, he's gonna. I mean, this is really light rumors. I highly doubt it'll happen. But um, in um, set photos and like set videos of Infinity War, Tom Holland's wearing a jacket over what seems to be one of those motion capture suits. So everyone online's like, oh, maybe he's actually going to be in the black symbiote costume in this movie or something like that. Or I'll get it because they're going to space, which I can see where they're coming from. No. But I highly doubt it. Do you know what that movie's from, Jason? <laughs> that picture? What? That when he's in the mocap suit, it's it's from. Well, no, that was in Civil War. He was also in a mocap suit. Oh, but um, well, I because I know he did motion capture for that movie, A Monster Calls, and that that could. Oh be... no, no, this is the, the, these were set photos on Infinity War because he was talking. I saw a video of it. He was talking uh, next to Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Pratt, and uh, Chris Pratt was wearing that red jacket Star Lord wears. So they were like pretty much like about the film, and in the background was like a, a space like rock looking set. It looked like they were on like an asteroid or something like that. And uh, Tom Holland standing in the middle of the two of them talking to whoever's interviewing, and he's wearing like a big heavy jacket. And uh, some people like freeze framed it in like on its one on under the sleeve. You could see like one of those motion capture balls and from the suit peeking out from under his sleeve. So everyone's like, oh, my God, he's actually wearing a motion capture suit underneath that heavy jacket. So maybe he has the black symbiote right now. Uh, he's, you know, he's, he, that's the costume he has on in this scene. I could, like I said, I can see where they're coming from, but I highly doubt they're going to do I'm that. I'm pretty sure he actually had mocap parts on his suit in Civil War when he was filming it, too. Like, it might not have been a yeah. full mocap suit, but I I know, I've never yeah, seen set was. pictures. I, I remember seeing set pictures of him with a mocap suit just from Civil yeah. War. So no, I saw that too uh, with Civil War, but I thought that was because they included yeah they they hadn't the... they hadn't finalized the design of his suit by that point. Like you yeah. can see also some uh, set pictures from Civil War where he's wearing a different looking Spider-Man suit. Yeah. Yeah, for Homecoming, I assume he's going to be wearing a suit, not like a, a CGI suit. Anyway, I didn't mean to Yeah, and also oh, the no. uh, for the Infinity War is coming out before this Venom movie anyway, so it doesn't matter. Um, it's going to be great. Anyway, moving on, let's go over to Warner Brothers now. Um, no! And we actually we hit this uh, very briefly last week uh, when we had our breaking news, but uh, we were talking last week about the matrix uh reboot at least that's what people are saying it's not been confirmed that they're rebooting the matrix but uh well they just said they're not anymore okay and <laughs> fucking uh khan's not in the star trek movie and uh blofeld's not in uh specter yeah i get it um anyway th- apparently they're looking for uh who's talia al Ghul? <laughs> you mean <laughs> yeah uh aka the best death scene ever Oh yeah, which she she had Burger King and then had a stomach ache and died. Um, hey, hey, hey! What I didn't Watch say? She, I didn't say she had a chicken sandwich. 
but you're 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 ruining the sanctity of that that establishment. <laughs> I won't have it. Um, apparently, they're looking to have uh, Michael B. Jordan uh, as the star of of their new Matrix film series. I guess they're trying to make a series. Um, you know what they you know what they should do. His character's name should be Jordan, so he's Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> Get it? Yeah, I remember yeah. seeing something about <laughs> him, it, it being a prequel series about Morpheus with him playing young no, Morpheus. They're only saying that because he is black. That is literally the only reason why people are saying, saying that. I'm not saying that was officially what it is. I'm just saying that's what people are speculating of already, of course. Which would be stupid because then you, it's like you find out, oh, he's he's not the one. So you already yeah. know how it ends. <laughs> <laughs> and you know he's alive. Yeah. So. Yeah. He should be playing like a, a previous version of the one. Because then they even say in the movies he had multiple incarnations. I don't Wasn't even Agent honestly, Smith the one. No, no, he's part of the Matrix. Um, I know. I just is a fan theory. I, what's the close calls to the Matrix? I don't know. I kind of feel like they're literally uh, doing a soft reboot here, kind of like what they did with Ghostbusters, except everyone's staying their gender. Um, and it, I don't, I don't know. It, it, to me, it's it's. I've never been a big fan of the Matrix series. I think obviously the the the, the two and three movies are awful, but the, I don't think the first one's a great movie either. And it's just a, to me, it's just a known property that they're trying to bring back because Warner Brothers really doesn't have any other than DC movies. Yeah, I wonder if the Wachowskis are going to be involved. No, they said that they have no involvement whatsoever. Uh, which is funny because oh. if you remember, Keanu Reeves said that he would only return to the series if the Wachowskis are involved. Well, then he's out. He can continue making John Wicks for all I care because those are some fun movies. Yeah, makes sense to me. Um, oh, is this the uh, the motion capture thing? That was yeah, actually like from some the, kind of uh, the footage they, they released the, yeah, the I, on set. That's right on Marvel's YouTube page. That's where I got yeah. it. Hmm. That's that's what's making everyone think like, oh, he's maybe he's not wearing the Spider-Man suit. It's something else. What if he's just motion capturing for another character? I mean, he's done that before. Maybe. Just saying. Just saying. Um, but anyway, so apparently uh, this Matrix reboot, uh, they're looking for uh, uh, they haven't written it yet, but they're looking for uh, Zach Penn to write the movie or to pen the movie, I should say. Um, and <laughs> in case you don't know who he is, uh, he's best known for writing such, uh, cinematic gems as X-Men, the last stand. Um, oh, a great movie. Electra. Oh, and even better. Uh, the incredible Hulk. Actually, that was pretty good. And inspector gadget. Yes. Inspector gadget. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm inspector gadget. Dun -dun 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 -dun. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's odd couple. Never mind. What the fuck? <laughs> you guys know that Matthew Broderick killed someone with a car before? Yeah, in Ireland oh, yeah. in the 80s. It was right after Ferris Bueller. And when he was on Gilbert Gottfried's podcast, I was hoping Gilbert would ask him that. Because Gilbert kept fucking around. He was like, I fucking hate Ferris Bueller. And Matthew Broderick started laughing. I wanted Gilbert to be like, so, you killed someone with your car. But uh, <laughs> they didn't say that. Apparently, Zach Penn is also credited for a story for the Avengers. Yeah, uh, basically what happened there he, was... He wrote it before Joss Whedon yeah. rewrote the whole thing. Yeah. Mm. Oh, I wonder what that was like. The original script, I mean. 
Uh, probably a lot like The Incredible Hulk and Elektra and X-Men The Last Stand. <laughs> All combined. Yes. By the way, I've been watching Iron Fist. No spoilers, because I'm only about four I episodes in. I finished it, and I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I went through it in two days. <laughs> um, I'm only four episodes in, but there was the scene where uh, Danny Rand and Colleen Wing are uh, having like a playful sparring match in her dojo, and all I can think about was that scene from Daredevil with uh, when when him and um, Elektra are fighting in the playground, you know, playfully. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the same type of shit. <laughs> I have, I have a guys. question. Um, yeah. So if, I mean, this is more sort of directed towards Dan and Mike since you guys watched the whole series. Um, no spoilers. Why, if it's so bad, why did you keep watching? It's free. Uh, mostly because I didn't think it was that bad. It's the worst yeah. of the Netflix series. You think it's, so? It's definitely Cause... the weakest. Yes, I think it's the weakest of them. By far. Like, and I um, thought Luke Cage was bad. Yeah, because I didn't like Luke Cage so. at all. And I'm hoping this is better, but, you know, I usually agree with you guys, so. But, uh, you know, I, I know everyone got, what, the first six episodes. So I figured, oh, let's go that far. And by episode It actually six, had better stuff after the stuff yeah. reviewed earlier. And a lot like of the, the things act- that were worth seeing were in the back end of the and, series. Like it's 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 shitty on their part because a lot of like story stuff that I hear some of the reviews like, you know, they're one of the reviewers that are like they saw the first six episodes and there were a bunch of story beats that are just like never never brought up this and that blah 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 and a lot of it gets addressed in the second half of the season which is stupid on Marvel's part for even doing that because then you're gonna lose half of your audience in the first half of your season Mm -hmm. but. It does come to, and the ending is kind of stupid too. But you know, we'll uh, let let that be, and we'll just hope that he it gets a little more charismatic in the defenders. Yeah, yeah. So Colleen far, Wing I just... is awesome, though. I'll say that huh? Colleen Wing is like the best part of that show. Yeah, no, she is by far the best part of this. I, of the show. Yeah, I I heard, and I don't know his name, but I heard that the guy playing Iron Fist is awful. Finn Jones. I heard, I heard that too. Yeah, not he's not good. too good. He's I've been watching Game of Thrones and he's really good in that. He plays the gay guy and he's very believable. And um <laughs> okay. No, but he's he's good in that. You can tell this guy is a good actor, but I just don't f- I feel like the material they gave him in the direction. There's one part where he breaks and you can hear his British accent when he's yelling at someone. I don't know if you caught it, Mike, but it's towards the end of the series he's like freaking out at someone. I'm like, "Oh, he's going full British right now. He's not even I think I'm just used to hearing British actors do the American accent that, have been, yeah. that occasionally crack. I mean, uh, yeah. so all, all I made Sean anyway. watch the opening of episode six. Uh, if you remember the opening of that one, it was like a full on like exploitation movie scene. Mm. As the cold open. Oh yeah, that was the the one directed by RZA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you remember how it opened with that, I made Sean watch that because I was like, I'm laughing hysterically at this, and it's probably because of the really horrible racial stereotypes that they're portraying right now. I don't oh, know. Great. You say horrible, but I didn't think they were that bad. I'm not saying like horrible as in like offensive, just like horrible as in. I mean, we're not talking like uh, Mickey stuff. Rooney from Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> no, no. So. Uh, and and I, like I said, don't go into spoilers, but what because we, we I think we all feel like Luke Cage was weak, too. But what made what did you guys think uh, made Iron Fist even weaker, like a weaker story? It was more boring, that type of thing. I just didn't buy Finn Jones as Danny Rand. Like, gotcha. 
for me, yeah, it I, I, like he was interested. I couldn't believe that he was the, the Iron Fist. Like, the Iron Fist is supposed to be the best martial artist, and some of the fights are just, like, not, like, him dominating people. Like, I also yeah, heard that, that, that I think the, that was uh, it. It was... Go ahead. Go on. Uh, okay, I was going to say, similarly, uh, it was mostly the fighting. The action... I, remember, I actually saw someone post something. Um, it was like, uh, however long this one take was or whatever, like this fight scene was, and it had 53 cuts in it. And it's like, oh, I'm just thinking of like Daredevil season one where <laughs> shit looked good. Well, they had 53 um, cuts because they couldn't shoot it in one long sequence because it probably was terrible. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, yeah. but you can you can actually kind of notice quite often when Finn Jones stunt double is. Oh there. God, I was yeah, I was just gonna say that. I've already seen some. I remember Mark Bernardin on a Fat Man and Batman reviewed, and he hated the series, and he was just like, "You can totally tell where the stuntmen are," and I'm like, "Yep, <laughs> I totally agree." And they, they could have not, gotten away with hiding. it too if they didn't just put a mask on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, and they and they cock tease us or something, but that's all I can say about that. Oh yeah. I also heard uh, that the writing is terrible. Like the dialogue is really bad. Yeah, I just feel like this was made by. I so far, like from the. Well, it's made by Scott Buck, who was responsible for the ending of Dexter. Dexter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's a bit. My name's Buck. (laughs) Buck you. Um. The from the hints that I get from the reviewers and you guys and watching a little bit so far, I just feel like. Like, the people making this had no idea who Iron Fist was. Do you know what I mean? They, like, shaped their own character, uh, their own vision of him, and it just wasn't good. But, yeah. Would you say it's better than the uh, man with the Iron Fists? I did not watch that. But I know it was directed by RZA. I, well, I know, I know Dan did because was. we saw it together. <laughs> uh I don't know, because I, I like Man with the Iron Fist for for completely different reasons. But uh, I'm not saying because I don't I didn't hate this either. There's stuff in Iron Fist I like more than even a lot of stuff that was in Luke Cage. Honestly, like not like not the actual show or the characters, but like some of the lighting was amazing. How they actually managed to get yellow and green in the same shot so subtly that you like wouldn't be like offended by it with your eyes. Because since they didn't have the costume, like Luke Cage was like yellow all the time, like super yellow. But there's something interesting about them pulling off the costume colors for the lighting scheme. Mm, yeah, that's cool. Joe, you've been really quiet. Do you have anything to say on Iron Fist? He's I haven't just watched fuming. it. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> furious. I haven't watched it yet. I'm like super behind on my Marvel Netflix. I have not watched Daredevil season two or Luke Cage yet. Um, well, get so on. I know. I'm just so busy with my alpaca farm, but <laughs> um, you know. Uh, but you know, I, I I'm hearing a lot of the complaints, um, which is you know, unfortunately, you know, kind of swaying me towards you know not really paying attention to it. But you know, I'm want to make sure I know everything going into the defenders. So you know i you know i kind of it's kind of like an obligation oh i'm going to be way. so yeah. lost <laughs> um, <laughs> i really hope i almost feel good. like the original deal for these shows was like the four main shows and then defenders is his own thing has his budget and like they used up all the money for like daredevil season 2 
and by right. the time they get the Iron Fist, they barely have anything left from the original allocated. Then money. don't make it thirteen <laughs> fucking episodes. That's it's a yeah. That, that's what was, Defenders is supposed to be eight, and I feel like these all should have been eight to ten episodes at least. There's always like I, I saw this one guy on Reddit say, and you guys you know studied film in college, so you could probably correct me on this if I'm wrong. But um, there's one guy on Reddit was just like these um these uh, Netflix Marvel shows are filmed like really long movies when they should be filmed like TV shows. And I can kind of see that because it's like it just gets like it's like they drag a lot of shit out to fill that 13 episode quota. When if it was a little bit more episodic, then maybe that wouldn't have happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think the challenge with it is have I mean, again, I haven't seen it, so I can't really judge it. But in a universe that's been you know very realistic in a way dealing with you know street gangs and street crime and stuff like that yeah it has a little few elements of superpowers and stuff but it's i feel like it's kind of tough to create a show all centered around mysticism and kind of like magic meets you know martial arts and and have it fit organically in here i feel like that's part of the the challenge again having not seen it but based off of what i've heard yeah so far, I don't. I think that's probably the least of its problems. But uh, anyway, I don't remember what the fuck we were talking about. Sean, you can continue. All right, then we'll just go to our next story. Um, uh, Robert Downey Jr. He's big in the Marvel universe. I don't. I don't remember. DJ. Yeah, I don't remember who he plays, but I hear he's big. Oh, he plays Wolford Brimley. Oh. <laughs> Tony Tony Stank. Or something. Oh, that's okay. right. Tony Stank. That sounds right. familiar. Um, <coughs> Robert Downey Jr. He has uh, his next role coming up. Uh, he's been announced. He's playing Doctor Doolittle in a new uh, movie <laughs> called The Voyage of Doctor Doolittle. Oh my God! So, do you think he's gonna get in blackface and play Eddie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> he did that already. Oh, oh, that's right, Tropic Thunder. Yeah, I just watched it the other week. That was a great movie. Sean, this is really that. Is really appropriate that it's a Doctor Doolittle movie because for a minute when you said his name, it sounded like you said Rabbit Downey Jr. So the fact that it's animal related, it, it, that makes me happy. Joe, you're you're so funny that I forgot. Yeah, to I no, it did sound like you said Rabbit Downey Jr. Well, I mm. guess we'll have to play back the tape and see how wrong you are. Oh, it, to, to me, it sounded like you said Rabbit. Okay. Oh. Um. So yeah, what do you guys um, what do you, what do you guys think this is? Is he going on a voyage? Is he taking a cruise? What's he doing here? Hopefully, he's riding a hot balloon. He's getting money. That's what he's doing. <laughs> and also, why did no one ask Eddie game. Murphy? Dude, well, every, I mean, Eddie they, they destroyed like... his series with a direct video movie. Like they did Doctor Doolittle three and like a sequel to that as well. Yeah, with and, the daughter, uh, right? Yeah, with the daughter from the first two movies, and they were just fucking awful. And I mean, this is probably going to be more in line with like what? Who was in it before Jerry Lewis? Back yeah, in, like, he the was the original. Lehaven. Yeah, it's probably going to be more in line with that, with, with a little less Lehaven. Maybe, maybe he'll go on a voyage and then get shipwrecked on an island, and it's the same island that the chipmunks are in in that that movie Chipwrecked. Alvin the Chipmunks oh Chipwrecked. That'd be yeah. the weirdest crossover ever. <laughs> Isn't Justin Long one of the chipmunks? I, I think, think so. Or, or maybe at least how I would hope is that it's it's a, uh, you know, like a dark gritty uh, Doctor Doolittle reboot where oh he's trying God. to he gets stranded on an island and he's trying to convince the animals not to eat him, but they're like just tearing him <laughs> apart and like, <laughs> attacking him. 
Oh no! Don't eat me. Mm, human meat. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on. Uh, Jason, we all know your favorite actor is Tom Cruise. Ah! That's his scream from the uh, great, greatly edited <laughs> The Mummy trailer. Um, apparently, Tom Cruise is gearing up for the next Mission Impossible movie by reportedly training for the last year to perform a stunt sequence in the new film. I gotta play is, that. Is he gonna free fall from space without like any sort of like? <laughs> Probably. Space suit? They're gonna they're gonna take him up to the International Space Station and just kick him out. Well, <laughs> well, as we know, uh, the only reason why that's even physically possible is, be, is because the Earth is flat, as we all know. That's true. And he know yeah no it's true, and um, he's a Scientologist so I'm pretty sure he could fly, so he'll have no tr- <laughs> he'll have no problem getting into space. Um, it's it's being called quote the biggest stunt of his entire career, and uh, also the most impressive and unbelievable thing that Tom Cruise has ever done in a movie. So what do you guys <laughs> think that could be? So fucking made up. Um, I think he's gonna dig through the center of the earth and then get to Australia, like. He's going to be like in New York City or something like that. And then he's going to get a call from Alec Baldwin and be like, Hunt, the global terrorists, they're in <laughs> the Sydney, glo- Australia. And actually, I think the movie's just playing that part. I think it's just going to be two hours, one take, him just running <laughs> yeah, across the country. <laughs> Hold I'd, on. I'd watch um, that. I got to play. I got to play this scream for you. <laughs> it almost sounds a little bit like the uh, the new yell that George put into A New Hope for Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh, that weird ass thing! Yeah, that wasn't even a yell. That was some strange cry. Here, <laughs> fill time. I gotta find that. <laughs> uh, Joe, what do you think of uh, Tom Cruise doing some weird stunt? I mean, if unless he's free falling from space, then. You know, I, I don't see how big well, he can get. He, he climbed a building. He climbed he flew a building. On a plane. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he flew outside the plane. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. I don't know how. What else he could do? Maybe. Wait, maybe. I think I think I found it. <laughs> how the fuck did Obi Wan make that noise? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to ask George next time he's on. I got to ask Tom Cruise how he yelled like that. That was just impressive. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what's funny is that uh, Alex Kurtzman was the one that said yes to that. To the yell? Well, he directed the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Fuck guy. Um, Also, uh, there was a little more news for the new Mission Impossible movie. Apparently, they've added uh, Henry Cavill to the cast for the next movie. Oh, Superman. How many people do you think he's going to kill? Well, here, do you think that it's a crossover? Maybe Henry Cavill and and uh, Tom Cruise are going to fight each other. I hope so. Maybe that he's going to be like necks all day. He's going to be like MI five is dead. <laughs> Very <laughs> consider <Again>. this mercy. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, let's move on. Uh, actually, let's go to some uh, Twitter Q and A. Jason, if you have that ready. Uh. Uh, sure. Um, oh, here's a question. Hey, do the Obi-Wan yell. (laughs) Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let's fill some time. Joe, why don't you tell us a story? So once upon a time, there was a boy named Dunkirk. Oh. 
wanted to go see Dunkirk. Uh-huh. And... Oh, great story, Joe. Okay, I got our question. <laughs> okay. We have a question from our usual fan, Mrs. Block Coffee, and she asks us which superhero movie should be turned into a musical. Hmm. hmm. My pick is Batman Superman. I mean, I would absolutely love it if, <laughs> if are, that whole are these, movie was like these a- are pre existing movies? Sure, why not? Uh, how about both? If you can think of one, say it. Does, if you can think of one for a pre existing one, say does, it. Does the musical have to be original songs or can it be like a jukebox musical where like they can pull like famous songs and um and have the characters sing it? Sure, yeah, that too. Uh, I don't know. So I, I would say uh, Suicide Squad because I want to hear Joker sing Hunka Hunka Burning Love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would love a Batman versus Superman La La Land crossover. How would that work? I don't fucking know. Batman versus La La Land. <laughs> you shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this is an easy one uh, because it's, you know probably the best chunk of the movie i would say spider-man 3 make that into a musical oh my god just like when he's going down the street snapping his fingers yeah it's basically James one Brown. already yeah and he sings uh, in that bar to uh gwen stacy i think it was i haven't seen that movie in a while <laughs> okay <laughs> now what did he say he like whispers he's like now come on this dude no he, he said come on dunkirk <laughs> <laughs> That was the edited version. Dan, are you still there? Yeah, me. What's up? Uh, if you had to pick a superhero movie to become a musical, what would it be? Mm. That's uh, you know, it's fucking easy. Dazzler. Oh, okay. I forgot that was a character. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, speaking uh, of like X Men with uh, light light powers, wasn't Jubilee in a deleted scene from The Last Stand or something like that? I think so. The Last Stand. She, she was, was a, in the movie. Uh, she yeah, was like a student in a couple of the movies. I can't. And there's yeah, always like a she, different actress. She was a de- she was in a deleted scene in the first one. She actually, I think, had a small role in the third one. She's. I actually went back. She's like I watched, in one scene. I watched the first one actually. There's like a brief shot. When Xavier's talking about the school, and you see Rogue and uh, Iceman and Pyro are in the class, and, and TV Pyro, kid. TV kid, <laughs> TV kid. Uh, Pyro like <laughs> makes like a fl- like a flame, and you know sends it to Rogue, and then Iceman freezes it. Jubilee's there. You, well, you, you just see a girl with a yellow coat, and yeah, next to but the girl I think it was surprised. there was a deleted scene that either took place be- immediately before that or after that, and they actually called her by name. Right. Oh wow. Oh, I'm so dumb. I completely forgot. Jubilee was in Apocalypse. Yeah, she had like no yeah. lines. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. cut like her whole scene out. She was in the but YouTube. They did, they, yeah, they used her in marketing, where it was like a promo for the Xavier School. They was, they like, were able to get around VHS. They were able to kind of get around that, thankfully, because in none of the movies, whether she's like briefly in it or not, they never call her Jubilee. So right. other than outside of deleted scenes, but those aren't canon, so. Yeah, they uh, that's how they were able to get away with it. But well, there are no more Twitter questions. Are you sure about that, Jason? Oh, wait a minute. Doodly, doodly. I know, um, I know. it's coming. I don't know what you're talking about. I, Joe. I, I see one right here. Go ahead. Then go ahead. Um, there's a question on here from uh, 
at Smartass Reviews. Uh, um, it's Joe's fan. My, my <laughs> mortal enemy who started this fight, I didn't do anything. Um, they they say on here, uh, is Jobo aware that I've been, quote, wiretapping his phone for almost a year? <laughs> it says... Oh, my God. It says... What a... What a- what a mad or sick guy this this uh, smart ass <laughs> It also says on here, uh, BTW, uh, he secretly loves Amazing Spider-Man 2. Hashtag sad. You know what? <laughs> Hashtag up yours, jerk. Jeez, that was a tough one, Joe. Such a poop. He's a poop face is what he is. <laughs> he's a big old poop face. Yeah, I don't, I don't like him. I think he's yellow. I think, why doesn't he come here and say all this to my face? (laughs) Jeez, I wonder how Smartass Reviews is going to respond to that. (laughs) Joe, I I think you need to be more careful with what you say on your telephone. I don't care. I don't don't care. You know, uh, I got nothing to hide. And he's making up, this guy's making up lies about me. Well, what I mean, um, think of it this way. What if Smartass Reviews decides to hack your phone and then, like, releases all your pictures on the internet? Uh, I got nothing to hide. I just got a bunch of cat photos, but that's about it. Whole lot of pussy. Oh, geez. That was a hostile environment, Sean. Hostile is a different movie, Jason. Dude, I remember I watched Hostile when I was homesick in high school one day. It was on like this website I used to go to where they had like illegally streaming movies. Oof. I just remember the scene at the end where he like saves the Asian chick and her eyeballs hanging out. And then they cut it off and it's like all this green goo. I saw Hostel in theaters with my mother. <laughs> oh, oh, was do, it her idea? <laughs> do tell. <laughs> no, that was incredibly awkward. Oh, Michael, let's go see that new Hostel movie. I used to stay in hostels when I backpacked through uh, the Soviet. That Eli Roth makes a good picture. <laughs> <laughs> what a great movie, Michael! Can you get me some popcorn? Do I sound like your mother? If she were a lot older and a lot more Jewish, then yes. <laughs> oh, Michael, would you like to see that Fifty Shades of Grey with me? None of my friends want to go. No, no sorry. I'm, I'm going to see it with Sean, Jason, and Chris. <laughs> oh, those are some good kids. Have them get me some popcorn. Mike, your family has a, a very eclectic taste in movies. As we all know, your your grandmother, I believe, loves the Fast and Furious series. Did you watch Killer does. Joe with anyone in your family yet? Uh, no, I have not seen that movie. Oh, man. It's a family you should watch a Serbian right film with your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sure to sit her down one night for that. Oh, okay. Or the Poughkeepsie tapes, another great classic uh, film. Nah, let's Mike, take... didn't we watch that in college? The book Solo. You can make watch. Uh, I don't. I think you had downloaded it, but we didn't actually watch it. We watched oh, shit, VHS like... with the blinds open. Oh yeah, yo, they watching a porno. <laughs> 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 uh, um. Oh, Mike. Before we move on to the next uh, topic, let's get your grandma on an episode and have her talk to us about why she loves Fast and Furious. Just in time for Fast and Furious Eight. Let's interview your grandma about the series. <laughs> I could see. I don't know. She's always been into those kinds of weird. Well, it started out with the darker but still stupid action movies like, say, Death Wish and uh, oh. anything starring Chuck Norris. Oh, uh, I love that Chuck Norris. He's so not, handsome. Not, 
Not a fan of Steven Seagal, but you know. Well, Steven who is? is? He's a nasty man. <laughs> what does she think of Jean Claude Van Damme? Uh, probably thinks that he's a sissy. <laughs> Jean Claude Van Damme's a pussy. <laughs> Uh, Anyways, right. I'm tired of pretending to be Mike's family. <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to miscellaneous. Right in my ass. Did the intro play? I'm Evan Moore. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Joe, you want to take a guess what our first story is about? Is it Burger King? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not Burger King. Oh, uh, okay. Is it about anal sex? Uh, no. No. Ah. Um, uh, police were called uh, to the uh, Brookland Casey High School in Kentucky when a substitute teacher was found to be so intoxicated that she vomited all over the floor and was un- unable to stand. Jesus Christ. I mean, I know they say, you know, being a teacher is hard, but... I sure you, I'm sure you can cope with it in different ways than getting hammered <laughs> before you go to class. Um, the suspect, uh, her name is Judith Elizabeth Richards Garty. Let's just call her Jubilee for short. <laughs> uh, was charged charged with disorderly dis, Oh God, I think I've been drinking. <laughs> uh, was charged with disorderly conduct and was taken in. Uh, police also found a box of wine in her purse. Uh, and oh, she, well, was it the actual box or was it just the bag? I would assume the bag, but enough to fill a box. Um, <laughs> and she reportedly was so drunk that school officials had to transfer her via wheelchair. <laughs> Boy, she uh, went a little hard on her lunch break. Yeah, well, I, I mean, she probably was drinking all day long and then got so... It, it says she's a substitute teacher, so... Um, Fucking kids. Not anymore. Nah, probably not. I don't know what two plus two is. <laughs> uh, hey, Mike, you go to the library a lot, correct? I do. Um, I'll be interested to see what you think about this story. Uh, staff at the Avon Lake Public Library in, in Ohio are scratching their heads as to who keeps planting empty A1 steak sauce bottles around the building. <laughs> <laughs> is it you mike <laughs> yes i i travel across the country with my sauce <laughs> Ooh, I, bet I go do. everywhere with my sauce um mike do you like chug a bottle of a1 and then go in the library and just slam it down <laughs> well you know yes it makes it makes the books more palatable mm. uh, do you go in there with a trench coat <laughs> and only a trench coat <laughs> Uh, it says since January, employees have found 30 of the 10 ounce containers hidden on shelves uh, with newspapers and magazines. Uh, That's amazing. I hope someone thinks the place is haunted. Well, it's a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as they're not destroying the books, I find that hysterical. <laughs> uh, all of the bottles uh, were clean with just a hint of sauce odor inside. Beautiful. Mm. And Beautiful. you know, I really hope this becomes an X nationwide thing like the killer clowns were. But now it's A one <laughs> bottles. Well no, Jason, they didn't kill people. They they scared people. They were creepy creepy clowns. Listen, Sean, diabetes and heart problems are the silent killer. 
Are you calling Wilford Brimley a creepy clown? Um, next question, please. Uh, the library has been unable to find a pattern uh, to the bottles appearing and have literally no clue why this is happening and can't figure out who was doing it. It's Mike. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> so we have the Someone's A1. has got to have A1 everywhere they go. It's just happy yeah. what it is. We have an A1 bandit on the loose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our next story, uh, a German hair salon is now offering neck massages performed by the owner's pet python. What? Hmm. Uh, so, like, uh, you have to sign a waiver in case it starts choking you out? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, you'll love this. Uh, the python, whose name is Mike. No, you have to pay extra if you want it to choke you out. <laughs> <laughs> Wear a blindfold. Uh, the python, whose name is Monty. Um, sits around. <laughs> no one got that. Come on, I got it. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, uh, I wasn't uh, even listening. Is that the <laughs> is that the name of the snake in the Jungle Book or something? I don't get it. Uh, oh man, the uh, the python. I still don't get it. Oh my god. Uh, the python sits around the python. It sits around the uh, customer's neck and gently pulsates in a manner that is meant to be soothing. That's just weird, man. I'd be freaked out. <laughs> oh, I get it. Monty Python. Oh. <laughs> you know how like when you're driving and you see under the green light it says delayed green? That's me. Delayed Jason <laughs> Green. Uh, anyway. <sighs> Uh, although a, uh, a, a python tends to kill its prey by wrapping around it and squeezing it to death, uh, Monty's owner, uh, her name is, or his name, I should say, is uh, Falk Dolor. It's Falk you. <laughs> uh, says that his python uh, m- massages have been, or I'm sorry, his python masseuse has been trained to be slightly more gentle and, has, and that a snake of its size could not actually suffocate a human being, which I find it's probably, it's probably not a whole true. closet of dead, dead uh, customers in the back that he's just not telling everyone about. <laughs> it's, a, it's a Sweeney Todd setup. Yeah, right. <laughs> you think Sweeney Todd's better than Jack Torrance? <laughs> <laughs> um, the massages cost anywhere between uh, $38 and apparently is in high demand as the snake only works two days a week. And they apparently take advanced bookings. The guy. Joe, well, w- would you have this done to you? Me? Yeah. Uh, probably not. I'm cool. I'm all good. Okay. Joe, I'll massage your back for free. Uh, I'd rather the snake. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's move on to our next story. I know Joe's going to love this story. Wait, wait. I just want to know, Mike, would you let this... Uh, could I put a giant snake on your back? Uh, I mean, if it were, if you were so inclined to, I wouldn't pay for it. But uh, yeah, why not? Wolford Brimley snake. Anyway, <laughs> um, a Texas man was arrested after trouser a... snake. What? Yeah. No, a different kind of snake. <laughs> um, a Texas man was arrested after attempting to have sex with a fence. <laughs> I let that there chain link fence. Mm, She's pretty. I'm gonna take her virginity. <laughs> I, I think it might have been a vinyl fence. That might have been. That might have made no. sense. 
<laughs> oh, what movie was it? Maybe you guys can help me out. I think it was. Oh fuck! I remember I saw this horror movie from like the early two thousands, and it it had this um like hillbilly guy in it, and he was talking to the mannequin. He's just like, "I love you, Lurleen. You remember what we did last night?" It was ah. Oh, I think it was. I'm maybe, pretty sure that was like, the remake of Friday the Thirteenth. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's, that what, was, that's what it was? Okay. Uh, yeah, that was he, 2009. Yeah. Not, not the early 2000s. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, that's what I thought it was, but I wasn't too sure. Thanks. Yeah, I knew you guys would know a scene like that. You guys are the best friends ever. <laughs> Jason, that's your favorite movie. <laughs> well, it has my favorite scene in it, which is, oh, your tits are stupendous. But this is my second favorite scene with the <laughs> the the hillbilly guy saying he fucked a mannequin. <laughs> so it's probably this guy. He's he cheats cheating on the mannequin with a fence. Uh, the man, his name is El- mannequin. <laughs> his name is Elidoro Estala. Um, he oh. Was- he was reportedly in his backyard doing yard work when he began to remove his clothes and walked up to the to the fence. Um, on the other side of the fence was his neighbor's property, uh, and his neighbor apparently spotted Estella, quote, putting his mouth inside the chain link fence and stuck his tongue out, moving it up and down. Uh, I guess I guess you could say he was on the fence. About his sexual sexuality? <laughs> no, I think he 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 knew ah. pretty well. She um, hit me with a pillow. <laughs> she 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 then says that she saw Estella quote stick his erect penis into the chain link fence <laughs> and began to have sex with it. He needs to get a he needs to get a tetanus shot. <laughs> he needs to get a flashlight. Uh, I, I you know all real all, all uh, realistically speaking, I. 100% believe this man was on drugs. Well, it, it says here that the neighbor called the police and they found the man intoxicated and uh, he, oh, was, okay. he was arrested on indecent exposure charges. Listen, I've had a few beers. I, I found, you know, things attractive, but never inanimate objects. Jobo, uh, how much would it take for... <laughs> how much would you have to drink for you to uh, put your dangus in a, a fence? In a fence? Sure, why the fuck would I answer that question? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. How how much? Wait, 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 Mike. How much money would you have to be offered to fuck Wolford Brimley's fence? <laughs> His fence? Yeah, he's an old is man. It... He probably has a picket fence. <laughs> oh, picket fence. Oh God, that's very different, <laughs> Jason. Not... Yeah, we're 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 starting to break down what this is going to be now. Okay, is, imagine is this, a, is this a wooden fence. A... No, so okay, I'll, I'll I'll reiterate. He probably has a dog with a chain link fence that says "Beware of dog." You gotta fuck that fence. Is the dog on a leash? <laughs> I don't know. Or just fuck the little basket that's the in dog front of is his actually Wilford Brimley on the rover scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Better question: Would you fuck Wilford Brimley scooter? <laughs> right in the little, is, he, yeah. is he on the scooter? Uh <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Where else is he gonna be? Yeah, he ain't going anywhere else. Oh God! Um, as long as we don't make eye contact. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna read a quote that I just saw by Wilford Brimley. My don't saddle. Fuck my scooter. <laughs> Get off my damn scooter! <laughs> my saddle horses are my friends. My dogs are my friends. That's it. That's a quote. Did he it sounds like it? he's in the middle of a sentence and just <laughs> forgot. 
He's probably talking about his animals. He was just talking about how they're his only friends. Did he mention Poor anything guys. about his fence in there? Um, nothing about a fence. Um, where's one? Um, yeah, maybe that Esteban guy who fucked the fence. Maybe his favorite movie was that Denzel Washington movie. Fences? fences. No, that's that's a twist at the end of the movie. You find out that uh, Denzel. <laughs> Oh, I don't want to spoil. He was it. fucking a fence the it whole was, time. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't some uh, some other woman. It was a fence. <laughs> it was it was mahogany oh. wood. <laughs> he can't. Do afford you think that. Wilford Brimley? Do you think Wilford Brimley has a sign on his fence that says "Please stop fucking my fence"? <laughs> <laughs> you them boys have been whacking in my trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now I want to watch the 2009 Friday the 13th again, strictly for those two scenes I mentioned before. Just go Especially on YouTube, Billy Jason. Guy. You don't have to watch the whole movie. I remember you, Lurleen. Remember our night last night? You took my virginity. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on. Um, well, there's more? Yeah, well, <laughs> we have one more story. Um Okay. A brand new hotel in Tokyo, Japan, uh, that recently opened is completely staffed with almost entirely by robots. This is scary. Um, the it's called the Henna Hotel. Uh, henna, like hentai? No, not exactly. Uh, it features. Mike, you know what hentai is? Thanks to you. <laughs> Uh, the hotel features over 140 robots, and the hotel claims to be the most efficient hotel in the world. Jesus Christ. Like, what if you have an emergency? Like, God forbid you fall down the stairs or get violent food poisoning or an STD from railing someone's fence. <laughs> so, um, what do you do if there's, like, an emergency situation? Like, I guess you call a robot to help you or... Yeah, I well, don't know. If I, they, I mean, they have a lot of robots around, so more than likely you're going to be in proximity of a robot, which means a robot's probably watching you sleep while, you, while you're at the hotel. <laughs> probably watching you make love to your wife on your vacation. <laughs> beep, boop, boop, beep. I think there are people. I, I, I vaguely remember reading a story like this. I think there are people there. It's just there's more robots than people. Yeah, there's some people there, but mostly robots. They're there to tune the robots and w and lube them. Excuse me? Um, no, nothing. Um, <laughs> you know, this is scary, though. It's like one step closer to a fully automated future. It's uh, only a few years from now, this podcast is going to be run by robots. You, you guys know that, right? Yeah, probably sex robots. <laughs> For the best. The that, that look like Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, they can suck just as much as we do. Um <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, the, the robots at the hotel range from uh, human-looking robots and also dinosaurs at the front counter. Um, you guys play that Horizon Zero Dawn game on no. PS4? There's, there's robot dinosaurs in that. Uh, guests can All have... Right. <laughs> <laughs> I have Xbox, so that question's irrelevant to me. Uh, well, you're also talking okay. PS2. PS2? Two. What? No, it's PS4. PS4, four, Sean. I heard Get you say PS2. 20. I didn't say anything about PlayStation. You just said the name of the game. <laughs> oh, sorry. Man. It's the CTE coming into effect. <laughs> Sean, stop banging. How many screwdrivers did you have, Sean? Uh, anyway, guests can have uh, <laughs> they can have their bags taken uh, by robot-operated uh, coke room, 
What? No, not Coke Room. <laughs> Sean, I think everyone is right that you really can't read. No, I can read. Uh, I read good. Phonics um, <laughs> work for me. Uh, they have their bags taken by a robot-operated cloakroom. There you go. And guests are shown to their rooms by a robot that looks like a bag carrier. Um, each room also wow, contains well, an assistant robot called Churi Chan, who is also the robot's, or I'm sorry, the hotel's mascot, uh, hmm. which works as a standard room phone and internet guide. Um, and also, in case you're wondering, uh, the name Henna Hotel in Japanese actually uh, translates to Strange Hotel. Well, they're right about that. Now, does it say if the robots speak English? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I would think if they're robots, you could program them to speak English and they have an option to, you know, you push a button. I hope so. Yeah, because otherwise you're just going to have an angry Japanese robot yelling at you while you're trying to sleep. No one wants that. Arigato! Um, Hiroshima! I... <laughs> Nagasaki! <laughs> Man, I would love to go to this. I, 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 I obviously don't know if this is true. I've never been to Japan yet. But I heard that uh, a good portion of the population speaks English very easily. So hopefully they program that language into the robots for tourism. Chris is uh, supposedly going to Japan in May. Let's make him go here <laughs> and tell us. Yeah, I was going to say, is he going here? I hope so. He's probably just going to like sleep in one of those uh, uh, hotel rooms that look like drying machines. There's just long tubes. Oh, oh those <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw that on an episode on the, one of the episodes of uh, Idiot Abroad yeah, where Carl, yeah. Pil Carl Pilkington went into the, the really small... Japanese so claustrophobic um, I would do that just for one night just for the no, experience I, yeah. I first of all I, I probably wouldn't fit in one but also <laughs> yeah um, I think you'd be the tallest man in the country if you went there yeah they'd be like oh Godzilla uh, <laughs> yeah I, I wouldn't do that at all I'd pay you to hey. sleep in there with Wolford Brimley <laughs> <laughs> Jason I don't think either of us are fitting into those things no uh. Plus, I want to go there just get a scooter in there. What? Oh, I, I don't know. You'll give it to one of the robots. They'll know what to do with it. They'll be like, friends. <laughs> <laughs> they try to fuck the scooter, and then Mike's like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's <man>. my job. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, that's all we have th th this week, Jason. Now, you were telling me earlier, Sean, that we had a story that related to an episode a year or so ago. What, what story was that? Oh, uh, actually, I'm holding that off for next week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh, let's, let's build the hype now. Oh, man. Gonna hype this up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Let's put a bow on the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. I am Jason Green. Oh, I forgot to say. Uh, quick shout out to our podcast friends over at Nerds with Words. They reached out to us last night. Hopefully we can collaborate in the future. I was personally listening to a few episodes today while I was at work and during some downtime. You guys got some good stuff. Keep up the good work. Uh, reach out to me someday in the future at jgreen89 at gmail so we can work together. Woo! Nerds with Words. Go listen to them, everybody. Subscribe on iTunes and follow them on Twitter. I think it's their Twitter handle is also Nerds with Words. Just search it. You'll find it. Anyway, let's put a bow on the end of this episode, everybody. Woo! Ha <laughs> <laughs>
I am Jason Green. You can follow me on Twitter at jgreen89. Green like the color J spelled out. jgreen89. Follow this podcast, blah, blah, P-O-D-1. P-O-D like the band. Uh, it was really popular a few years ago. I used to hear them all the time in WWE pay-per-view promos. Um, and booyaka, booyaka. Six, one, nine, click, yeah. click, uh, boom. That's saliva. Yeah. Is it? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I clearly know don't your know. generic rock, Sean. Yeah, don't, I don't know. You, you never, you never fail to prove your complete lack of knowledge of music. <laughs> I, hey, I'm the first one to say I know nothing about anything. Uh, follow us on iTunes. Subscribe to us, blah blah podcast on iTunes. Keep up to date with everything. Our regular episodes, our March Monster Madness episodes, which uh, the semifinals is tomorrow, right, Sean? I'm not mistaken. Yes, yes, they are. And just to remind me and let the audience know, tomorrow is the last solo March Monster Madness episode. Yes, uh, we yeah, tomorrow is the last solo episode, and then uh, next week uh, it will be part of our normal show. Uh, okay, we will great. be doing the final three matches, and then next week we'll be deciding who is the official winner of the March Monster Madness tournament. Woo! It was a great idea by Sean. Definitely original, and if you and if anybody out there wanted to copy it, please just ask. Cricket, cricket. <laughs> uh, that's right, everybody. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Keep up to date with everything we post. And Sean, take it away. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. Uh, and you already, we already talked about the uh, tournament, so check that out. And that's really all I have to plug. Oh, Mike, you have anything to plug besides Wolfer Brimley scooter? Oh, Mike, you know what to plug. <laughs> I mean, obviously, Jason, the answer is your sister. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike underscore Dowling on Twitter, MS Dowling on Instagram. Shut up, Mike. Mike. Okay, Dan, you want to plug anything? <laughs> is that just a thing with Mike's? Because, anyway. Uh, yeah, if you follow me on Twitter and, and uh, <laughs> look at me say nothing, it's uh, F-A-T-A-X-666. So, go Double. ahead and do that. Joe. <laughs> Joe, is there anything you would like to uh, advertise? <laughs> um, I would like to advertise a Jim Carrey movie, a uh, classic Jim Carrey movie. A movie like this only comes around once in a lifetime. Um, there's not a, a quite any movie like it. It's a, one of the greatest comedies of all time. On, uh, Joe, me, myself, and Irene. Oh. Um, it's a great movie. <laughs> Dude, that's on Comedy Central all the time. As it should. It's it's a it's an American classic. Okay. Great. Well, okay, everybody, thanks so much for listening. Please find Mike Dowling on Twitter and send him every hate hateful word you can, because he's a deplorable human being. Ooh. Good night. 